ultimate rush. There's nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex-president. Total commitment. It's a real thin line between life and death. I'm not a punk. Not tragic to die doing what you love. If you want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and please don't forget to vote. You want to nail the bank robbers and be a big hero? Definitely. The ex-presidents are surfers. You're trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf. Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. We'll take you to the edge. Pass. This is going to be a great day, Johnny. The taxpayers of Lancet, Utah, they knew that they were paying a federal agent to surf and pick up girls. Babes. Big one. The correct term is babes, sir. Adios, amigo! to myself then one movie the podcast that's right movie the podcast we're here cross country dialy coming to you from both coasts maryland and florida it's patrick Maisie still uh week two and a half two and three quarters and this week we watch what might be the high point of the entire year point did anybody actually need to watch uh, this movie before we were recorded it i watched it oh i watched it i did I haven't, I haven't watched it, but did you need to watch it? I haven't seen it in a long time, so yeah, I kind of did. I did not need to watch I did pick I had, up on things I had not picked up on previously, though. I had to watch it because it turns out I've never seen the whole thing before. Oh, no shit. <laughs> really? Full disclosure, I was watching it hoping I wouldn't like it just so I'd have something to talk about, but I, I did enjoy it. How'd that turn out? <laughs> no, I liked it. It's great. That movie bangs. What do you <laughs> well, want? Don't worry. We'll still have stuff to talk about. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, everybody's here. Sean is on a different coast now, like Gog said, the Florida coast, the Gulf Coast, <laughs> live from America's Wang. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yep. Hang on that peener. <laughs> what did you say? Ham on that peener? Hanging off. The ham. <laughs> There's even better. <laughs> Uh, what'd y'all watch this week? I know Gog said he watched six things, so we're going to go to him first. Gog! All right. So here's what I watched in order. Uh, I watched Rambo Last Blood. Yeah. Uh, which is an enjoyable movie. It is exactly, I guess, what it's supposed to be, but I feel like it's weird at the end. I mean, it's just a straightforward, like, it's a slasher movie. Uh, And then it's very A to B. And 
I feel like it's weird at the very end where they kind of cut it. They do like the montage and cut against him in Rambo or in, in first blood where he killed nobody. And now at last blood, he killed 40 or 50 people. Um, like relentlessly. This movie is fucking, I know you guys like talked about it before, but like, I'm just going to weigh in. Movie is sad and dark and like, when, when, like, when, like, spoiler alerts for who hasn't seen it? Is everyone on this? Everyone's seen it now, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all saw it. So, like, the fact that the girl doesn't make it, like, that's like, oh, that's dark. Like, then you got Rambo just digging tunnels, I guess, because he's crazy for no reason. Yeah, they probably didn't want to have to explain whatever his connection to these people were, so he just killed her off and sent the aunt or whatever on her way. The aunt question mark. Wife, right. a girlfriend, yeah. right? Like so, like Rambo's like like dressaging, and then like the girl. I mean, grabs- let me, just real quick, just a pun. He's crazy for a very specific reason. I mean, it, I mean, like, I know why he's crazy. But like, he's crazy in, in like, the first one. I mean, yeah, he's had a weird couple of weeks. Yeah, but like the tunnel, like he has flashbacks in the own in the tunnels he creates. He has Vietnam flashbacks. I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> I guess, but it seems like a whack way to deal with your problems. But I mean, do you think that he is? A, does he strike you as a guy that that knows how to like rationally deal with his problems? Well, no, it's all no, 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 way- no. It's some home home self prescribed <laughs> like, immersion therapy. Right, <laughs> the tunnels now, so he's digging tunnels. I tell you what, though, I like the in the third act. I love the way he dealt with his problems. I was like by myself, audibly just going, "Oh." I mean, like, it is very specifically a dad revenge movie, and I know how you love that. I'm that's all my checks a lot of boxes. Like, he's just piping people in the neck. His face is a fucking disaster. He is like a Frank Miller drawing, like, he's just like it's a mess. And he just crucifies that guy against the barn with his bow, and then he fucking just opens him up and tears his heart out. Like, holy shit! Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, so Rambo last brush. He, he has the finger strength to wrap his fingers around somebody's collarbone <laughs> and snap it. Pull it out. out. <laughs> that was brutal. I was like, oh, I, that, that really set the tone. I was like, okay. Yep, it really set the tone <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so shout out Rambo Last Blood. I did enjoy it. Um, I watched Piranha by the guy who made Gremlins. Dante? Um, the original oh, yeah. Yeah. Rana. Yeah. That movie's whack. <laughs> it's fun. Um, it's fun, but it's fucking whack. <laughs> um like but there's like Titty and Bush. There's all sorts of fun stuff in that movie. Oh yeah. Um, there's uh people are swimming in weird science treatment plants and they made like super smart piranhas to to fight the Vietnamese and then they, they <laughs> They polluted a they, they they polluted a lake to make sure they couldn't get to the ocean. Just like real life. It, yeah, that's great. Um, so piranha, like it was, it, it it had a lot of the. It did feel like once I found out the guy who made it made Gremlins, I was like, okay, and see sort of like the tongue in cheeky kind of violence. Um, because I think people forget. I think people think people sleep on how violent Gremlins is. Uh, that movie's fun. Oh yeah, Gremlins is um, like crazy violent. Um. I watched third on the list. I watched Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh. Alex saw that, right? Yeah. Alex, didn't you see that? That movie's awesome. Loved it. Loved every second of it. It's my 
favorite one of all of those Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I was say it's your favorite movie of all time. How much? No, is but it's like, like GI Joe Retaliation. It's the same director. It is right? a, a GI Joe movie. That's that's a great point. Like it is, like it is a GI Joe movie. It is like you've got Idris Elba just playing like this cybernetically enhanced big bad, and you've got you know fucking Jason Statham and The Rock just going banana nuts with this this other woman who's just kicking a ton of ass, like, like just like thinking about how we got from, which is kind of good for this week. We got from the, the point break ripoff, which is fast and the furious. Like it's the exact same plot to, uh, to Hobbs and Shaw. Like how the hell did they get there? I'm glad they did. But it's like it's like machete level of just like insanity right Well, I guess like, it's they're just cutting out the fat right for every one of the movies until it gets to just whatever the bare bones of what everybody likes is. Right, just it's just pure adrenaline and just wacky nonsense. And it's got that one dude. Oh, I can't. I meant to fucking write his name down. He's the guy who he's like a Clifton Collins, and he can play any race ever. Um, uh, Tony Curtis, not Tony Curtis. Uh, Tony. Uh... <laughs> No, you're right, Tony Curtis. Curtis. Take like 15 movies to figure out the formula. Most franchises don't I make it still, that long. Like that still blows my fucking mind. Where it's like, well, that series didn't get well, and this is the popular opinion, not my own. But th- those movies didn't get good until the sixth movie. It's like, what the fuck? Like, how is that even possible? How did they give yeah. them that many movies? Well, and then and the timeline. Me and Al were talking about this. The timeline's so wackadoo. Like they made the first two, then they made the third one, and they decided the third one happened in like. The seventh. Well, didn't some something. guy like die in one of the movies, but then like come back? And yeah, Han. Re- Han. Yeah, the third one takes place in the hero's reborn dimension or whatever. Right? Yeah, because like because <laughs> you find out Jason Statham kills Han, and Jason Statham doesn't get introduced to like the sixth movie. <laughs> Jason Statham, I-, I follow him on uh, Instagram, and he just posted this picture, I guess, of him and his girlfriend. This and is it's dog. just what's that? It wasn't just like his pain. No, it's just him walking next to his girlfriend on a beach, and her like she, her shirt's wet, and you can just see her tits. And he just captions it, "What is love?" It's <laughs> like that's, that's amazing. Maybe he's just a big Hathaway fan. <laughs> well, I mean, who isn't? Right, he's probably just out there just. All right, so what? How, what number movie that is that? Yeah, number four, three, three. Nope. Number four was a rewatch. So the first three were all aliens. No, Almost Heroes, starring Chris Farley and uh, the guy who was all hopped up on cocaine. Matthew, or Matthew, Matthew Perry. Wasn't it Matthew yeah. Perry? Matthew Perry. Wow. I've that never movie, seen that movie. <laughs> that movie's great. It's hilarious. It's a, it's an unappreciated Chris Farley gem. It came out after he died, right? Did it come out after he died? I believe so. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it the last movie he filmed or the last movie that was released with yeah. him? And then, like, did he die at the same time, like, right around the same time as John Candy? What? Mm, I think it was a little. No, I think it was several no, years. John Candy died way earlier than that. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I thought 
because I know that he's got the movie that the, the kind I of feel the, like John Candy didn't John Candy die in like ninety two or some shit? But no. I don't know. Anyway, moving John on. Candy John Candy has wagons. Eat. John Candy died in nineteen eighty four. Oh shit! So um, when, did, when did Farley die? Chris Farley died in ninety seven. It was closer than I thought. But uh. In '97, Beverly Hills Ninjas came out. Beverly Hills Ninja came out in '97. Almost Heroes came out in '98. Um, Almost Heroes is real funny. Like it's like it's like a stupid. It's stupid. It's a it's like an Oregon Trail type movie, right? Yeah, they're trying to beat Lewis. It's Matthew Perry and Chris Farley are trying to race Lewis and Clark to the Pacific. (laughs) That's and that's why they're almost heroes because they didn't get there first. That's a fun premise. Yeah, and like they just have like all sorts of dumb Ooh. shit. Uh, Eugene Levy's in it. Um, who else is in it? That's like of note. Uh, I can't think, but it's it's. I think it's real funny, and it's on. It's either on Prime or HBO. It's one of the two. Because I was just watching all sorts of free dumb shit. Um, Isn't Eugene Levy? He's constantly like trying to set his wife up with other men. But then gets mad when they try to actually act on it or something like that. No, he's like he's he's he, married to like second. He's his like this like French acts like the, yeah. His wife is like is this as this sexy Native American broad, and he's like flaunting her around. But if anybody tries to like make eyes at her, he you know like slit their throats. But then or like he, poke her hauntus. Huh? <laughs> oh, nobody, nobody said Pocahontas. Oh. <laughs> More like Sokka Jer Wiener. Nice. More like Sokka Jer Wiener. <laughs> so directed Got him. Directed by Christopher Guest. Um He directed that movie? Yeah. And I haven't seen uh, it. That's shocking. Box so budget 30 mil box office six. <laughs> Oh, bless up, uh, Fred Willard, by yeah. the way, speaking of Christopher Guest. That sucks. He was- yeah, big ups, big up Fred Willard. Yeah, big ups, Christopher Guest. All right, so after all the heroes, I watched. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for him for dating that woman oh, with a penis. Like, she didn't have a penis. Does she? I mean, neither. I mean, she got both bits. In well, true lies, it doesn't matter. Right. She tucks it back well in true lies. Um, <laughs> true lies. <laughs> All right. Um, so, movie number five, six now. Number five, number five, and for me to to uh, <laughs> no, because um, I wouldn't be here. Um, to uh, send out that text, I watched oh, Escape yeah. from New York, which is superior to Escape yeah, from LA. I don't know why I thought otherwise. Think otherwise is. Is absurd. I don't remember you actually voicing that opinion. To be honest, you probably could have got away with that. Escape from LA is utter, utter garbage. <laughs> if you want to listen to a very early podcast that Sean and I did, I believe we reviewed. I believe it was the first podcast anybody ever did. It was awful. I think uh, not still, the podcast, the movie. It's I think so I still bad. enjoy Escape from LA, but it's nowhere near as good as Escape from New York. Um, I mean, you can't get better than. Uh, Surfing down the LA aqueducts. Well, him, play, that him was, playing basketball is pretty funny. Yeah, but it like takes like an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing like a behind the movies thing on HBO, 
remember they used to run those like five minute shorts that they'd have mm-hmm. like, like yeah. first look like, them filming that basketball scene that the director was so fucking into it he was like yeah and then we made him hit all these different kinds of shots and then we gotta finish up with like a full court shot and it's awesome <laughs> I'm like and they, use, the they use it for like there's two only seconds. two things in the world John Carpenter loves it's Sonic the Hedgehog and the Los Angeles Lakers he's like a humongous basketball I had no fan. idea Oh. I knew he's a big uh, vintage video game fan. So I watched. So then after I watched Escape from New York, I watched another movie, which I another Carpenter movie, which I had never heard of, but it was on. I think it was on Prime. Uh, called Body. Oh, Bags. that's like one, that's later series. Carpenter, right? like really recent. Um, it's not that recent. It's I don't think it's two thousand twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah, wait, no, <laughs> I think it's from like the eighties. Or the early nineties. If only we had the internet. He's got like it's like his version. I don't know if he had hoped that this would become like his like um, creep show, but it was ninety three. Um, so so it's, it's like it's like an anthology. Yeah, it, it's so it's three stories, and it's he is playing a uh, a mortician or a or a. A guy works at a guy works at a war. I guess it's a mortician. Um, no, it's an undertaker. And he is telling these stories about how these pulled. He plays uh, the, undertaker. the undertaker. Um, Red. And he's telling, like, basically, he's going through, like, he's walking around. He's being all creepy. He looks all weird. And he's all like, "Oh, you know what? Oh, natural <laughs> cause is boring. Boring. Let's look for some body bags. That's when good good deaths happen." And then he goes through these three stories. And the first story is this very straightforward, like slasher story with um that guy who played the like the not Anthony Edwards from uh Revenge. Keith Carradine. What's the other one's name? Robert Carradine. Would, Robert Carradine. It's a Carradine. I can't remember. It's not David. <laughs> so he gets uh. So that's like this very straightforward slasher story. Um, the second story is a little more interesting. It's got the guy who plays, um, oh, he's the professor in Turtles 2. I can never think of his name. He was in uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier. Uh, yeah, it was Sir Lawrence Olivier. He has a hair growth. <laughs> he's got a hair growth clinic, and he is, he's convinced, I always get this wrong, is it Powers Booth or Stacy Keach? to get hair plugs and then it's Stacy Keach and then the hair plugs end up being uh, basically this is how aliens reproduce and they implant <laughs> these hairy aliens into you and then it was <laughs> sounds awesome yeah it's pretty good um, I mean it's like super just over the top stupid um, oh apparently Wes Craven was in it but I don't know where he was and then um, the third story was was uh, had third story had Mark Hamill in it as a baseball player, like a minor league baseball player who loses an eye, gets an eye transplant from a serial killer, and then it does that thing where it dry it turns him into, you know, it's like, like the, the guy hell hell yeah hell toupee yeah or um what's the one yeah. Idle Hands is that the also, one also David yeah. Warner is the guy's name also for. body parts that, wasn't that a horror movie where it's like the same same idea. Yeah, I just remember right. the the cover the VHS tape where it was like it was like the disembodied parts and then the guy's like head. I think it was called body oh, yeah. parts. 
Oh, apparently it was a TV movie. It never even came out in the oh, old. It's probably, yeah. it just, I'd never even heard of it. Yeah, well, I was just looking for more. I was like, oh, let's go down a let's go down a John Carpenter train. What was it on Shutter? It was on Prime, I think. Um, and it had John Carpenter. How he scores all oh, his movies? Great. And they all sound basically the same. Um, but yeah, that's everything I watch. So I, I across the board, you know. Thumbs middle or higher. Piranha and body bags being the two weakest ones, but the rest of them are pretty good. Have you seen Piranha 3D? That's one with Gianna Michaels in it, isn't it? She's in it for half a second. Yes. Sherry O'Connell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what's his name from uh, How Did This Get Made? Andre from the league. I, uh, oh, uh, Paul Tompkins? I think that no, has no, 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 no. Oh, uh, Paul Shear. Paul Shear, yeah. Doesn't it also have um, um, fucking Marcellus Wallace? Isn't he in it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. They kill a bunch of bras with an outboard motor. They use like a chain gun and just kind of just like it's it's a lot of fun. It's a stupid fucking movie, but it's a lot of fun. All those movies, and I started watching Jaws two, and then I was I I turned it off. That movie seems I'm gonna finish it, but it seems it's real not bad. very good. None of the Jaws sequels are very good. I thought that I thought that uh, ever, wasn't Anthony a Jaws three? No, that was no. me. Um, it's not good, but I mean, it's fun for a couple of minutes. It's it's, it's well, fun to see all yeah, the well, where you know the three D is supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, and like all that stuff. It's like it's just coming like comes right yeah. in the camera for no reason. They're not, it's not very subtle. All right, who's next, guys? Oh, uh, Alex. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> yes. Okay, I watched five things. I think we should get Alec one of those restaurant pagers and then when it's his turn to talk we can just buzz it so he's not so bored um, I watch Coneheads yeah Coneheads is a, yeah. Coneheads is a good movie it's a lot of fun yeah right yeah we just watched that recently yeah and it's got a lot of uh, a lot of people that I don't like pretty much every SNL cast member from like 85 to 95 is in it yeah it's in the early seasons like before I got into SNL like yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'd fuck Jane Curtin. Oh, come on. Who would fuck Jane Curtin? I mean, she is an ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show. You know, that's a bit. It's like a, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. It was a weekend update with Chevy Chase. He was like, Jane, you're an ignorant uh, slut. Bill Murray would say it all the time, right? Or but Dan Aykroyd would say it all the time. Yeah. He, he called her an ignorant slut because they were doing like a point counterpoint on politics on weekend oh. update. It's <laughs> a good bit. You got to look it up. Uh, really funny. Now it's funny because they do that kind of shit like nowadays. Yeah, for it's real. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coneheads is fun. Chris Farley's really good in it. Um, I think it was before he really started being in movies at all. He was still just like an SNL star at that point. Um, I mean, everybody's good at it. David Spade. <laughs> uh, Michael McKean is in it. What's her name? Pat. I always forget her real name. Julia Sweeney. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's even in it. Jan Hooks is in it. <laughs> she plays a slutty redhead uh, adult that doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> trying to seduce uh, Beldar through his driving <laughs> academy. Um, <clears throat> watch the movie on Tubi that I cannot recommend high enough that everybody should watch called Field Freak. Field, Field Freak? Yep. What the hell is that? I'm not going to go into it too much. 
because you guys need to all find it and watch it. But basically, it's about a killer Sasquatch. <laughs> it is a blast. All right, it's, like, it's so bad. It's like barely a movie. Like the people in it can't, aren't actors. Like they can't act, or they're like local theater actors in the shitty local theater. But like, it's it's funny. It's unintentionally funny. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Oh, even better. You don't got to download Tubi. There's a guy, oh, who's guy in it. Good. I love Tubi. There's a guy in it who's like a third generation root beer maker. And he just <laughs> sells root beer like out of a vat with like a ladle. And he like ladles it into mason jars. <laughs> There's like shit floating around in it. It's like, it's ridiculous. I can't recommend. Like, Sold. You know, it. I think it's only like an hour and 20 minutes if I'm recalling correctly. I'm just jumping around on it right now. It's an hour 31. It looks like a, it looks like a, 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 a well-funded porno. Okay. <laughs> no nudity in it. Oh. And no sex. So don't, don't get that. Don't get those hopes up. Um, watched uh, one of the most uh, famous examples of two sister movies coming out at the same time, Deep Impact and Armageddon. You watched them both? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Impact's better, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen but Deep Armageddon is more fun. Armageddon's what? More fun. Uh, I guess it's lighter. Like, Deep Impact, I remember being like, real fucking dark. Yeah, it's pretty serious. And, like, half of the world gets wiped out. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't Fickner go blind? Who goes blind in Deep Impact? No, Fickner's in Armageddon. Okay. Some the guy he used to be on like a ton of TV movies and stuff. I can't remember his name. He's one of the snipers in Black Hawk Down that gets left behind and is trying to kill all the uh, Somalis. Ah, but I can't remember his name. I always forget his name. He gets blinded. John Favreau's in Deep Impact. He gets blown off an asteroid into space. <laughs> Jesus. What is the what is the uh, what is the plan in Deep Impact as opposed same plan the same plan as Armageddon? Oh, really? So yeah, you're yeah. right up. Yep, it's uh, kind of amazing that two different studios had the same idea for the same movie at the same time, and they both made it and both put it out like three months apart. And they both yeah. made money, right? Well, I know Armageddon yeah, from, made money, but Deep Impact remember, made money. They were both did fairly well. Armageddon made so much money, it's in the Criterion collection. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. it it so it? It's like Dante's in Volcano also happened at the exact same time. Yeah, that's not on the same level as this, though. No. You said Volcano or Dante's Peak. I don't think most people know what you're talking about. But Armageddon, everybody remembers Armageddon. It was true. It was a very popular movie. For some uh, Billy Bob Thornton's really good in Armageddon. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan's really good in it. Uh, I mean, Steve Buscemi is, but he's good in everything. Bruce Willis is just at the beginning of his I don't give a fuck about <laughs> oh, no. anything phase of his career. Like, yeah. pay me. Give me my remember, money so I, I remember can go home. Ben Affleck being particularly terrible in that movie. He's bad in it. Liv Tyler's bad in it. Uh, I'm putting this whole fucking planet in my rear view, kid. <laughs> uh, Jason Isaacs is in it, and he's good as a Super genius or something. Keith David is like the general of the military who's stationed at the headquarters. He <laughs> He's good. Um, 
one more thing. Which do you prefer b- between Armageddon and Deep Impact? Um, Armageddon's more theatrical. I think Deep Impact's more darker and probably a better movie. Probably Deep Impact because Armageddon's also like an hour longer. Armageddon's yeah. over two yeah, hours. Michael I think Deep Impact was like an hour thirty. Michael um, Bay does not like to make a short movie. <laughs> No. Those never. fucking Transformers movies are almost three hours long. It's like, who asked for this? Yeah, he doesn't like to cut anything. He, everything he shoots is gold. Yeah. Um, no fat. All fat. Um, Peter Stormare's in it is the like, crazy Russian cosmonaut. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the last thing I watched was Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Oh, so your wife didn't like it. I know that. Like, it's fine. Oof. I don't know. Quentin Tarantino is very hit or miss for me anyway, and this just felt like a unnecessarily long jerk off self jerk off party. <laughs> like I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I don't care yeah, about I, Hollywood I, stories to begin with. And yeah, it does kind of wander around a lot. It's very meandering. But like I think you said it, Sean. If you cut out the Sharon Tate stuff and just focus on Leo and Brad, it's a better movie. But the yeah. Shannon Tate stuff is the whole movie. Right. That's the adult, that's the whole fucking point of the movie. I mean, you can you can have that like home invasion set up. You can kind of do that without the whole Sharon Tate thing. Like I, you really could. I, I don't think he really focused he wants he's super interested in telling her story like at but, all. Well, no, but it's not. He doesn't want to tell the fucking like e true Hollywood story version of it. It's the like the his ideal. Like, if you added too many details to it, it makes it too serious. So well, he, I, no, no, no. But I understand that. But the problem is for what he's doing with it to use it as kind of like dressing for the like antique Hollywood setting. It there's too much of it. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I agree with Sean. Like, I, I, TJ, you're wrong. I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, I think that it's it's there for a reason. Like, and I think it works. I don't know. Like I said, I really like the movie. I think it's one of the best movies that came out last year. No movie easily comes out that is not an Avengers movie needs to be over two hours. Long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no reason that movie needed to be like two hours and 45 minutes. There's a lot of Brad Pitt driving around listening to the radio in that movie. He could have easily trimmed that down. And I probably would have liked it a little better. But sitting there for almost three hours... Feels like a chore sometimes. I'd rather watch newer Simpsons. Oof. Oh God! Let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> so it's, it's on. It's on. It's on the internet now. Can't take yeah. it back. All right. Who's anything else, Alec? No, that is it. I'm finally into the part of the, the Simpsons where it's just not. There's no. <laughs> there's nothing redeeming there's no about redeeming it. All. Quality, like. I watched, I think, three episodes tonight before I started recording, and I laughed once. What season is it? Um, 26 or 27. Like, I've watched 26 seasons of The Simpsons since Disney Plus came out. It's amazing. Oh I started at season one. <laughs> I've watched everything all the way through. Well, it's interesting. And those episodes, those seasons, I'm sorry, Sean, those no, seasons no. are like 24 episodes a season, if yeah. not longer, yeah. So you spent like 13 days straight on The Simpsons? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I'm not even done yet. 
still got more time to go. I'm surprised that you found like episodes that you liked, I guess, up until season 26. I would have figured you'd tap out way earlier than that. There are some that are still like redeeming, but they like as you go further along, they get further and further apart. Like the Treehouse of Horrors are still pretty good, yeah, for the most part, because they're just they they're topical and turn it into their their uh, lampooning of it. Have you got to the Lady Gaga episode yet? That episode was awful. Yeah, like that episode was horrendous. Lisa goes Gaga. Wait, what? <laughs> There's a whole episode about Lady Gaga being. And like, Lisa like wants to be Lady Gaga. Or she's something. not like playing a character. She's literally just like, "I'm Lady literally, Gaga. I'm coming yeah. to Springfield." Like, okay, oh. yeah, it's okay. it's not great. Um, let's go to Shaw. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch much because they just invented the internet down here like two days ago, right. <laughs> and I've spent those two days uh, defending myself against people that don't. Care for bear? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you really have. <laughs> have you watched? Uh, have you gotten a chance? Any of y'all, specifically uh, Alec and Sean, did you watch that Michael Jordan documentary yet? No, I'm gonna wait till it's all out and yeah. probably just purchase it and watch it one go. Yeah. Alec, you haven't watched it? I've been hearing a lot about it. I've heard it's really good, but like Michael Jordan, I never found him to be a super interesting. Uh, guy and I was never way into him. Like I'll probably watch it at some point, but I'm not like chomping at the bit. Uh, I like Space Jam and I like that meme where he's crying. I like it when he got his dad killed because he refused to pay like a fifty thousand dollar gambling debt. That's kind of baller. No, it's just a bunch of teenagers. Um, I watched a bunch of Chan Doc. What's that, Alex? <laughs> you got cut off there. Like, what hilarious retort did you say? Oh no! I just said his his dad was killed by a bunch of teenagers having fun, not <laughs> mobsters collecting his uh his uh gambling losses. Hey, Michael, how'd your dad die? I believe it was a boking accident. <laughs> um, I have to go now. <laughs> yeah, I, now what? So you're watching that Christian documentary? I think I am losing my mind from watching that Christian documentary. I'm on like part like 34. Yeah, I've, I've watched like almost. 30-some hours of that. <laughs> Wait, what documentary? Uh, Chris Chan. Are you familiar with Chris Chan? No. The creator of Sonichu? Uh, no. It's amazing. I'll send you a link. This guy has... <laughs> enough to make this documentary make any sense. Yeah, it's, but like, it's incredible. Deep. And like... Every part of this guy's life is documented, like off, like videos off the internet. It's amazing. Like it, this guy's made like a forty-hour documentary about him, and I can't stop watching it. But he's famous for what again? He just don't I mean, I wouldn't. I would not consider him. He's internet famous. Surprised you never heard of him. If you were at like a four chan. Oh yeah, if you were in a four chan like ten years ago, he was all. Like he's you not encyclopedia like, dramatic when somebody yeah. talks. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking. Uh, but lost, besides lost that, I think I forgot. Uh, at some point, I watched I Love Dogs or Isle of Dogs. I can't ever say it right. Uh, uh, 
I like dialogue. Yeah, it's oh, like you the hate only good Wes Anderson made. So you've seen that though before. You saw that. Mm-mm. You saw that, right? I think. Oh, no, I, thought I don't like Wes Anderson. I just finally broke down because my love of dogs is better. My hatred of Wes Anderson. Did you like it? Yeah, he should only make cartoons. It's like the only thing he knows how to do competently. Incorrect. Mm. Did you like Fantastic Mr. Fox? Probably yeah. not. TJ. Uh, I watched uh, two things. Uh, I watched one thing that was dog shit and one thing that was really good. Which one do you want to hear about first? I want to hear about Ken Burns' dog shit, the history of dog shit. <laughs> I watched a movie called The Lodge. Uh, it's available on Hulu. Uh, it stars Riley Keough, Elvis's granddaughter. The singer? One of the, uh, one of the wives from Mad Max. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, she's not a singer. She's the blonde in uh, Under the Silver Lake, Sean. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been in uh, Hold the Dark. Right, right, right. Uh, she's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, but this movie tries so hard to be hereditary. Like I made a meme about it where it was like the mom, you know, mom, can we have hereditary? No, we got hereditary at home at home. It's the lodge. Um, this movie uh, is, you want to talk about a movie that just neanders and just leans into just boring nonsense that goes nowhere. And then like supposedly gives you this horrific twist ending that you see coming a mile away. Um, I, I guess I'll give you the quick summary of the film. Um, uh, so in the beginning of the movie, these two moms or the, 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 the mother of these two children that are, are in, so it's not a spoiler. So then, uh, the dad, uh, gets a new girlfriend. That's the Riley Keough character. And she has this idea because the kids hate her because the kid bl- the kids blame her for the mother's death. So she has this great idea. <clears throat> I'll uh, bond with them over the weekend before over the week before Christmas. Why do the kids blame? Was the dad cheating on the mom with her? And that's it's why in, mom it's oh. implied. Yeah, it's implied that and like. Incredibly stupid. Like the so the mom and like it's like so so like in the same year that Christmas the dad's like hey why don't you hang out with my new girlfriend and of course the kids are like I don't want to do that like my mom just died four months ago and they're like he's like why me the shit at least do it like one year later that even that but anyway so they bring in this like stupid backstory where riley keogh was like this the one survivor of a death cult that's like not focused on at all and then there's like flashbacks to that and then there's like a whole thing of like is she crazy or is she not and then it, are the kids gaslighting her riley keogh spends and, a lot of time in death cults and movies yeah, she also like there's like the not that you know, I, I obviously like I'm not one to clutch his pearls, but there's a scene in this movie that's so unnecessary for her to be naked in it. Like it was like I just started laughing. I was like like cuz she is an actress that's got naked in a bunch of movies, and I don't mind. She's good looking, but like there's just this sequence where it's like why is she naked now? Like it's just completely superfluous. <clears throat> anyway, the movie is trash. 
Um, it really sucks because the people that made this movie made a movie called Good Night Mama that I loved. And I was, as soon as I read that, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, man, because that movie's great. It's German, I think. It's some foreign language. I can't remember which. Uh, but yeah, stay away from the lodge. It is not good. It is, uh, it tries way too fucking hard and it doesn't land anything. Is and there anything <clears throat> like, supernatural about it at all? Or is it like it's kind of a spoiler if I tell you I that? Don't, sounds like it. Why would I watch? Yeah, it? I'm not going to watch it. Uh, no, I well, I guess I guess it it's left up to interpretation. But no, it, it, the, the weird thing is, is that the ultimate point of it all was that the kids are the ones that are like causing this, and they're even though they're victims and they're like kids mourning their mother, I guess they're supposed to be the villains of the movie. It's very misguided. And I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, it was not very good. Uh, <clears throat> would not hit. Do not recommend. Uh, the other thing I watched was Gretel and Hansen. <laughs> Hansel, not Hansen. <laughs> well, you don't, I was like, well, you don't say Hansel and, and Gretel. You get all fucked up. You're like, wait a minute. It's Gretel and Han- Hansel. It's uh, um, the Black Hood's daughter, right? Uh, Dancing yeah, Perkins' kid. Yeah, Oz Perkins directed this. He didn't write <laughs> it. Um, but this movie is really good. Uh, visually, it's amazing. Um, the first five minutes of this movie have some of the best visuals I've seen in a horror movie like in a while. Like The first five minutes grabs you immediately. Like There's this weird mystic. She's telling this story about this girl who was born with like she she was a baby but she was born with this like weird birth defect and she was going to die so this old mystic was like you know i'll save your daughter but you give up something of yours and da 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 the the old mystic like basically sucks out her death or whatever but then like causes this girl to have supernatural powers but like the the mystic that they show is this like it looks like a witch, but like like with the pointy hat and the black gloves, but like her face is completely covered. So and she's like thin. It, it just the visual is so cool, and like the way that they show her is like they go up on this hill and there's just like this black triangle she's under. It's like really so striking. I, I keep um, seeing like comparisons to the witch. Like it wants to be. Yeah, I'll get into that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I really so anyway so. I mean, you know the story of Hansel and Gretel. Just comparisons to The Witcher apt because what happens is is that, um, as you can tell from the title, uh, Gretel is is the main character. And what happens is is that Witch tries to convince her that, you know, society's already cast her away. So why don't you just embrace what I am and you can have all the power that you need? And it's an interesting take, and there's some other twists and turns along the way. Um, the story right, you can't you do know, a whole the story lot of it. You kind of you know, and but but what they do well, what what Perkins does really well is that the movie looks so fucking good. Like if nothing else, you can watch this movie on mute and just be compelled by how visually arresting it is. Like, it's, like a it's amazing how much kind of stuff. Thing. Yeah, in a lot of that's actually a very good comparison. Um, but I really love the of the Silent Hill movie because, like, he he pulls that really interesting, really screwed up uh, 
imagery in this movie that just like I don't know, like the beginning of the movie reminded me of a Yodorowsky movie with how how out there it was, like right away. And I I really liked it. I is it the greatest thing I've ever seen? No. It's definitely it is in a lot of ways like the witch light, because it kinda has the same kind of idea, like where it's it's trying to it's a coming of age story, uh, in like a you know, an olden time and it deals with an a witch trying to uh well, in the witch's case, obviously, it was a, a witch, like, awakening to her powers. This is more like one that's getting seduced to her powers. Okay. Either way, it's good. I really liked it. Um, I highly recommend it. I thought it was excellent. It sucked. This is one of those movies that came out to, like, no fanfare and uh, just kind of got forgot about. But it's definitely worth checking out. Was it the, wildly released? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This year, right? Did it, did it make yeah, it in the theaters? Yeah, it came out in theaters. I'm I'm fairly sure. Uh, the girl that plays Gretel is the the girl that played the redhead in It Part One. She's really good. I don't know her name, but she's she's very good in the movie. And then, oh, the the person that plays the witch is the actress that played the Borg Queen in uh, oh, Star Alice, Trek. Alice uh, Krieg. Yeah, 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 she's really good in it. And they do this this thing where it's kind of cool, where it's just this this her all her fingers are black. Like just the the fingertips are black and just like just a just an interesting like uh, visual flair to throw in like I don't know every every little visual like uh, flourish they did in this movie I was all about so how do you see uh, it fell off the back of an internet yeah, truck that makes sense but it is available to rent on Amazon so you didn't so watch you- with Gemma Atherton and uh, and Jeremy Renner no. Haven't they been threatening to make a sequel for that movie for like ever? It did well. Somehow. It did incredibly well. It made two hundred and thirty million on a fifty million budget. It was awful. It was really bad. You know what's good is that Brothers Grimm movie. I need to watch that. Ryan Johnson's Brothers Grimm. Isn't didn't like Terry Gilliam or somebody direct like somebody good directed that? I thought it was Ryan Johnson. No. I thought so. I don't think so. It's pronounced Rianne. No, you're talking about the one with uh, it's got it's got Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Johnson wasn't even born then. In 2005, <laughs> <laughs> that was Terry Gilliam. What the hell, Ryan Johnson? What the hell did he make? He made some. Uh, he made the Last Jedi. Oh yeah, that's right. what I'm thinking of. They made Looper. More like Pooper. Where'd Gogs go? Oh, hold up. You're so gogged. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, Gogs, what is so? Uh, that's it. Everybody's gone. That's uh, it. What did we watch this week, Gogs? Oh, the Brothers what? Bloom is the movie I'm thinking of. What movie? The Brothers Bloom. I don't know. With Marvel Floney and Brody. No thanks. <laughs> we watched. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you? What's going on over phone. there? My phone was dying, so I was plugging out. I thought I had plugged it in. Apparently, I had not. That's what um, classic. We watched Point Break. Not, the good Point Break, not the one that caused me to retire a zero forever. Or, or like a year or two. A year or two. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of like a Sugar Ray Leonard <laughs> retirement. Yeah. It, 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 the zero did come back, but it was gone for a minute. But it didn't um, come back for Q the Winged Serpent. No, it did not. Well, it did. It came back with a one attached. <laughs> That movie bangs. Gogs, you and I are the only ones that have seen the remake, right? 
Uh, I hope so. In the country, I mean, not just on the show. <laughs> I, like, did not, I did I not hope other it. people have not seen it, because that movie is uh outright disaster. Like, that movie sucks so fucking bad. I can't. I don't mean, hmm. 2015 Point Break is horseshit. And if you like 2015's horse, like, Point Break and you listen to this <laughs> podcast, unsubscribe to life. Please. You were, like, going off the road there on that one. Sorry. Anyway. What? So yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think you need to go through the plot of Point Break. I feel like everyone has seen this movie. I would think. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, get, get, you you can tell the plot in two seconds. Go ahead. Nickel Tour of Two Deep, the group of bank robbers. Some people live to get radical. Uh, Gary, you're not going to get Busey. This is like one of the best Busey roles. He's fantastic in this. I movie. always forget Tom Sizemore is in this movie until I, the raid happens. When he showed up, I was like, oh my God, Tom Sizemore is in this movie. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of things in this movie that I like. I had not picked up on in previous. I've probably seen this movie. Shows up. I was trying to Google who that redhead was that shows up and answers the door in the bikini, and I couldn't. Can we <laughs> real quick talk about how strong that woman is? Shower that comes and just beats the shit well, out of Keanu probably, Reeves. She's probably all just tweaked out on meth, right? Like she's got like well, she's also she's got some like, or something, right? She does like judo game. I was gonna too. say she, she does flipping them all around the she bathroom. Does, like karate moves. So yeah, that's not just drugs. There's a lot of so karate in this movie. Yeah. More so than you would expect. It's got that Swayze karate, which I love. Um, Sanders is always giving counter use and his and uh and uh Papish. You see, yeah. Like when he goes to like arrest Tom Sizemore, I don't know if this was a goof or not. He like kind of balls over and his face hits just the dresser. Yeah, the I was wondering that. Yeah. And he gets like skull dragged down. I was like, "How do they keep that?" Was that the best take? Like that was awful. I, I think you're right, though. I think it might be like an accident. And on the take, and they're like, "This good. We gotta leave it in." Yeah, like, training montage, like in the very beginning, where. Uh, where Keanu's at Quantico and he's whipping around like with pistols and shotguns, just getting it done. Oh, yeah. um, there, there's a scene, and I'm, I'm like, when they're talking about when he finally figures out that Bodie and Bodie's buddies are uh, are the ex presidents, uh, and he's finally like, tailing them, and he's telling Pappas about all the places he went. One of the places he names is he said Bodie went to Patrick's yeah, Roadhouse. Yeah, I, I picked up on that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's definitely. A- I fucking love this movie. Like, I like, like. There's nothing. There's nothing I would change about this. Movie like going back and watching this, uh, it's like, hey, Keanu Reeves was really good in this too. He's actually like very good in this role, which is it's confusing how he ended up getting that reputation is not being able to not being able to act. 
I mean, right. he's like, kind like, of playing like, an over-the-top doofus. So, like, he's playing it well, but he's still playing, like, some of the line readings in this movie are just, like, so fucking ridiculous. Right. I think that's, like, that's that's where that comes from. But what, what did Alec think of this fun. movie? That's what I want to know. Alec? What movie? <laughs> did we lose you? Uh oh. We didn't zoom enough. We got to zoom harder. No, Alec, can you hear, can you hear me? Like slowing down. So hopefully the Damn it, internet. Um, like it was fine. <laughs> it wasn't. It was, <laughs> the look of dog. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like. I this is the first time I've ever seen this movie, beginning to end. I've like I've seen parts of it before, but not all of it. But like it was fine. I didn't grow up with it, so I have no old. Cut the uh, cut the video off on your feet. Maybe that'll help because you're cut. You're breaking up now. Yeah, I know. Is that making a difference at all? Uh, and then we'll find out. I didn't grow up with this movie. So I tell, just, tear my heart and tell me how much you hate Point Break, and we'll find out. Okay, this is nah. the this is the first time I've seen this movie beginning to end. Um, so I have no like affinity for it. For like watching it when I was younger, it doesn't have like a special place in my heart. And like it was fine. Like typically, I'm not big on heist movies. I don't give a fuck about surfing. <laughs> whatsoever it's just I can see why people would like it but it's just not for me okay hmm. <laughs> so uh, can I just say one thing is we, we talk a lot about the prototypical 80s movie It's full of nudity. It's like it's, it's real broy. Like it's I, like the proto bro movie. It's it's so it's like I texted you guys when I watched it. I was like, it's so masculine. I grew pubic hair. <laughs> like it's like insanely masculine. Like the entire time. Like everybody, the cops, uh, like the cops, the robbers, like the. Yeah, um, it's this is like an '80s movie in the '90s. Well, there um, is the very early '90s. So, but I mean, like, this is more of an '80s movie than like Rambo is an '80s movie. Rambo's more like a '70s movie. Well, I mean, I guess Rambo too. Yeah. Like you forget, I forget until you know watching it again, like how good the stunt work is in this movie. Cause there's like a really excellent ch- car chase. That's kind of outshined by that really famous foot chase that happens immediately after chase the foot chase through the yeah. houses. It was like, I mean, this time there's a really like good yeah. power slide or whoever's driving. Uh, the FBI straight through. Yeah. The- Middle of the frame and take off. 
Uh, Catherine Bigelow is really good. I mean, he's really good in this. Movie. Like, I don't know. What? He's because I feel like. Well, again, like I don't know. I I think that Keanu Reeves is fine for what he's doing, but he's he's like silly. Like everybody in this movie is silly except for Swayze. Swayze seems to be like the most grounded character. Like I think Swayze felt very attached to the character of Bodie. Yeah. Like, and he's like, this, this is who I yeah, am. Yeah, and he's really good in it. Um, but yeah, but aside from that, the action sequences are great. Like the movie moves at a clip. The movie's over it's before long. it gets started. You're like, oh. I mean, it's, over. it's like just a hair two hours along the south. <laughs> She's a she's a local too. She's from Maryland, okay. I believe. She's not a bad director. A movie like us, a Winter's Bone adjacent. She made movie Song in the really South. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke show in this movie. I mean, all- I wish we would have watched the other Point Break along with this, or you guys had seen it, um, because it's like it gets everything about. The- when I was watching it, yeah, wrong. there was a part that I didn't recall, like, like both bit about this is us against the system, latch onto more of it, yeah, and not and like and like take that to weird different well, levels. Like, you know, what he is in the first movie, which is our favorite thing, a doomed man getting ready to be crushed by the, like, the end result it, of his life. Yeah. Where he so is I, literally crushed by his aspirations. Yeah. 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 It wasn't subtle. Um, I, I did have a question, though. That I was watching, I was like, and why, on the last heist where everything went tits up, why does Bodie send him to the vault? Was it just to prove that he could do it, or was it because he wanted to get caught? Like, what do you think the machinations were there? I just took it. Just I don't know. He was just losing control, and he, he was just doing like he, he wanted. He wanted to go that extra mile. Just, just I don't could? know because he was in like frenzy yeah. mode. Like uh, that's the way I took it. I mean, it's just like shorthand for the operation went fucked up. You know what I mean? Because they always make such a big deal about a. Uh, how like you know they always hit this but it's every it's heat you know what i mean every one of these heist movies like when the heist goes wrong it's all the shit they never did before right but i mean like i just couldn't figure out what his rationale was i guess other than he felt all this added pressure well, his buddy got because he went to the ball. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. What? Um, that's, that's How great is the shot though, that's where he's getting his like gross tuna fish and lemonade lunch, and they just happen to walk by in the background? I love that shot. Like, I love all the scenes in the banks. I love like um, 
that one guy Rosie, he shows up and he's like the cameraman from Wayne's World. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love uh, the Rosie. Like it's like yeah, uh, found an unclaimed slab of meat. Uh, turned out to be Rosie. He got in a fight with somebody. Better. Catched up with Bodie on the surf in Australia is just wonderful. Yeah, well, I mean, but it's it's that like, oh, this is now really for once himself. it gets tough, the veneer went away. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that uh, no. Lori Patty, or he was willing to risk it. Yeah, like it's you know. He has one goal. Like, he's very, like, single-minded in what he's doing. But, yeah, I, oh, I fucking love this movie. Like, I, like, the, the scene, I know we always refer to it, but the bit where he, when, when you, when Susie and, uh, and uh, Keanu basically yeah. first meet with Warchild, like, that scene is, like, I like, bad. The, the, I like the, that Utah's the, knee keeps coming up. Yeah. Right, they use that. Like it keeps it keeps happening. Like, um, Chekhov's <laughs> knee. Like the fact that they fucking jumped from a plane and like, I, was it thirty minutes later they're robbing a bank? And I love that that was like Bodie's plan to neutralize the FBI was to, you know, fucking pull at his heartstrings and then get him involved in the actual caper. Like that was all. Yeah, I also I also like to think that, that was great. Shane Falco is Johnny Utah after quitting the FBI. I, I like that. I like that theory. I mean, they have the same. They both play for Ohio State. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, shit. Disgraced FBI. So it's hard to talk about this movie because it's a Chris Farley show. And it's like, it's like if we want. Yeah. Aliens or something. It's like no, okay, like well, it. we've talked I, about it to I death. Like it. Yeah. Do we, do we lose Alec totally? No, I'm still here. I just keep going in and out. I can hear. Oh, okay. Times and it stops. Gotta get. I get to reset our rack. Start recording. Mm. Point a billion times. No, I, I don't either. I think uh, five knuckle shuffle time is in order. The one I'm most interested in is Alec. Six. That's true. Oh, wait, wait. Can I guess? Four. I'm guessing six. Four. Six. Oh. Okay. Six. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It has to be, but it's, it's just not. I can understand what everybody loves about it so much. It's just not in my alley, not in my wheelhouse. And I'm gone again. Fucking fuck. Okay. You're narrow. It's just very, it's windy. Full of wormholes to pocket right. dimensions. Who's next? Gogs. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. I mean, this is... Every time I watch this movie, I forget. I, like, 
I forget how much I love this movie. Like it is, I I love this movie. This movie I would change. Like nothing. I love it. It's even the part because for half a second I actually forgot about the Lord Petty kidnapping. I was like, I forgot. How do we do? Like, why are we taking up? Like, what's the what's the result? I was like, oh yeah, set him up for the fucking the, the stab wound through the heart that they're gonna kill this girl if he doesn't play. Jaw on Patrick Sweezy like, in profile is something to see, right? And like you can tell, like I don't, they do like it's a, it's it's riffed on a lot. They riffed on it in fucking Hot Fuzz and everything else. But that scene where Utah's knees blown out, and he's trying to take the shot at Swayze, and they just frame up Swayze. Catherine Brigelow just frames up Swayze's somehow. Without even, like, there's no, he's wearing a fucking mask. You can see him just come to the realization that he's not going to get shot, that he's got Keanu Reeves right where he wants yeah. him, and up I go. Like, it's a great fucking yeah, scene. And the scene where he's fucking, like, spraying everything down with the gasoline. Oh, yeah, that seems yeah, awesome. like, it's like that's like fucking Miracle uh, Mile. Love it. Ten. Sean, it's a. Uh, I, I, I think. I, I just fell down. <laughs> the the soundtrack is atrocious. Like it's the soundtrack terrible. is really bad. <laughs> um, the score is somehow worse than the soundtrack. <laughs> like. The teachers, right? Some of the line readings are really, really bad. John T. McGinley is playing like the black <laughs> artist. <laughs> but then Keanu's reading of Viacondios is like so bad. I wish they would just cut it out of the movie entirely. Was this the first? Was this the first time the phrase "young, dumb, and full of cum" was used in a movie? In a movie, yeah, I, that, that that really hit me. That hit me. I, for, I that was like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck? John Gilly's not even saying? anybody in the scene. He's just like straight into the camera. Yeah, McGinley. I love that McGinley plays the same character in everything. Like he's like Denzel. Like he's he's, he's not, that character in Scrubs. He's not in Platoon. Yeah. Bunny, he's, I mean, he's more of a kiss at Like, when he's talking down to people, it's the same thing. Yeah. So. But no, but, but you know, m- minus all that stuff, like, it's still, it's point break. It's iconic. You know what I mean? Like, there, you remember, I, re- I legitimately did not have to watch this movie to talk about it. No. I've probably seen this movie 14 times, 15 times, and I didn't watch it when I was a kid. I didn't see it until I was probably, like, 27. Wow. Yeah. So, no, I... It's point break. Like, I love this movie. I, I, I can't, <laughs> yeah. like, give this a fair score. That's, that's true. I, I can't, I can't, I can't yeah, do it objectively. No, I've got rose-colored yeah. glasses on this one. That's uh, cool. It's a 10. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, I think Sean did, did say it best, where it's not a perfect movie, but it, it's like everything this movie should be. Like, this kind of movie 
this this is what you want. It's stupid as shit, but it moves and it's directed really well. The action sequence is really well, and it it's it's got scene after scene. The, the raid scene where they they bust into the house is great. That scene there's a couple violent. I forgot how. Oh, the the foot gag is like the foot trauma gag was pretty big in '90s action movies because we had that whatever the good Seagal movie was where the guy's shin gets blown oh, yeah. off and then this. It's Anthony Kiedis that gets his shit. Yeah. His, his foot blown off. They're white supremacists, even though I'm pretty sure yeah. one of them's Filipino. Yeah. Um. There's there's lots there's boobs in it, which is great. I always love that. Um. It, it's it's definitely of its time, but it's like the best kind of movie from that period. Like I don't know, it's something that I could watch a lot because it's just like popcorn. You just eat it and it goes away, and it's it's great. It, it, it's great. Catherine Barry. Uh, it's a great movie. Catherine Bigelow hasn't made a bad movie. Uh, I've only seen a couple of them. I can't think watch, of like uh, After Dark. Or, if you, yeah, like if you could find some way to watch it, you could. I've meet. only seen of her. I've well, I've seen three of her movies: this, which I love, The Hurt Locker, which I love, and Strange Days, which I love. Well, there you go. Have um, you seen K nineteen, The Widowmaker? I don't. She, she directed I, that. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Isn't that the one where Bon Jovi dies? No, it's U five seven one. Oh shit! I've seen. I think I've seen U five seven one and not the Widowmaker. Right. Zero that's Dark Thirty. A, that's a uh, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty is good. The the K nineteen the Widowmaker and U five seven one. That's a Deep Impact Armageddon situation. Those two movies came out like right around the same time. Yeah. Are they both World War Two? No, I don't but they're think both so. submarine movies. K nineteen was on a mountain. No, that's K two. Oh. How seventeen seventeen worse <laughs> than K two. <laughs> uh all right. So that's everybody. So who's pick next week, Al or this coming week, Alex? Uh no. yeah, I guess me or Sean. Who wants it? Who wants it more? Do you have one in mind, Sean? Because I don't. I yeah. gotta pick. Yeah, I'm picking that. Uh, World War Three sword movie. The fuck that is? How are we gonna watch that? Is that on anything? I think it's on Prime. Oh sweet! Yeah. What's it called? Red Steel or Red some shit? Something like that. I I don't know. It's based off that Wii game. <laughs> that game. The second one is pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that, well, thank you for listening to our boring episode on Boy Break. <laughs> Uh, a it's hard, it's, an amazing movie. It's yeah. the Chris Farley thing. It, yeah. It's why I used to have the too good rule. It's it's hard to talk about a movie that's too good. I'm sorry. Well, especially it's a movie that we know is good. Like it's it's fun when it's a movie that's really good by accident. Yeah. 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 Like Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stump sex one. Drive or sex drive? Oh my god, that movie's, that movie's so bad. I forgot about that movie. Mm. Oh, it's awful. Uh, All right, everybody. All right, boys. Fuck your own ass.
before Catherine Bigelow tackled gritty dramas about the Iraq War, the hunt for bin Laden, and the Detroit race riots, she was cranking out the best movie about bank-robbing surfers ever made, and also the only movie about bank-robbing surfers ever made. Point Break. When the sun is out and the surf is up, the streets of L.A. are hot with crime. Now, the ex-presidents are robbing every bank in town, and the only way to stop them is to hit the beach and catch some waves. The FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf. God, I love the 90s. Ride along as a blank-faced cop falls in with a charismatic adrenaline junkie who's secretly committing crimes and dates a waitress with a personal connection to his target. But the Fast and Furious didn't totally rip this off because in Fast they drink Coronas, where in Point Break they drink also Coronas. Okay, somebody owes someone money. Yeah, definitely. Keanu Reeves is Johnny Utah, undercover agent and famous college athlete. It's Johnny Utah, Ohio State Buckeyes All Conference. Remember? Wait, what? That's like sending Tim Tebow to bust a gang of rollerbladers, which I would also be totally into. Watch Reeves move on from dumb roles like Ted Theodore Logan. Who was Joan of Arc? Noah's wife. <laughs> to a guy who's pretending to be dumb like Ted Theodore Logan. Saved your life, bro. But also seems to be just as dumb as Ted Theodore Logan, even when he's not undercover. Take your hands off me right now. Oh, Keanu, you still had so much to learn. Like, don't kick a dog. <laughs> John Wick would kill you for that, brah. Patrick Swayze shines as the badass beach blonde bank-robbing Buddha, Bodie. When he and Johnny Utah fall hard for each other, he'll kidnap the girl who gets in the way and crank the passion to 11 as this bromance heats up to the extreme. I'm uh, having some people over at my house tonight if you want to come. Let's do it. Well, you're going to ride this all the way, Johnny. You and me, so let's go. Damn, you are one radical son of a bitch. I know it's hard for you, Johnny. I know you want me so bad as I ass in your mouth. Hell yeah, I want you in my mouth. Uh, I mean, hell yeah, I want to go surfing. Thrill at supporting performances by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the mean boss from Scrubs. You bother me! Tom frickin' Sizemore. And a ranting, unhinged performance by Gary Busey that we should have recognized as the cry for help that it was. I was taking shrapnel and K-Sod while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face! Hmm, I wonder if any of that was even in the script. Oh. Strap in as Catherine Bigelow shows the boys how it's done, displaying her mastery of high-stakes high scenes, accurate use of surfer lingo. Howdy, bro. 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 Hey, don't worry about it, bro. I can't do it, bro. Do something, bro. And for some reason, a world full of really hazy interiors. I mean, seriously, why is every room in Point Break full of haze? So buckle up for an adrenaline-soaked thrill ride, featuring lines you'll be quoting for decades. Utah, give me two. I am an FBI agent. Actors who overwhelm you with charm and charisma, and a premise so stupid, only the dumbest movie studio would ever try to recreate that campy magic again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pretend that never happened. Starring an FBI agent. Patrick Wavesy, Manic Pixie Tank Girl, Scary Busey, The Requisite Angry Police Chief, and Flip Flop Dipadonka on a Surfboard, Donnie Brosco.
Say what you will about their music, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers have randomly been in some of the best movies ever. I am an FBI agent. You're tearing me apart, Peter. Don't be illegal. Be a seagull. The Rock eats cookies. Doing this voice hurts my vocal cords. I'm in real pain. Stop asking me to say things for your entertainment. Ha, ha, ha.